2: Start to dance and now I'm singing like
0: Oh, I want something just like this I see you all the night But I feel it still But I
2: feeling, feeling, I want you to be happier Because I'm happy When I'm wiser and
0: i Cause you make me feel right Because on and on and on
2: You wish know, about that this. Hey, you know me you know, down, I'm going home. All about that. and the glam and the all about pandemonium and all the magic for Baby, what folks what is up it's so bad it's to with Ryan Bailey this is Ryan Bailey You're not listening to an episode from this past year. You are listening to a brand new episode. It is, what is it, Monday, December 27th. Turns out Christmas was two days ago now. How did everybody do? Did we all did we all make out like bandits? Did everybody get cool things? Did we hang out with good people? Did we I know I ate way too I'm so sick of I mean, this last two years, I've eaten more than just everybody that's eaten combined. It's just too much. I hope everybody had a great time with their family and their friends or even got some solitary time. Um, uh, you know, we we're having a good time here in Arizona. Bill and Becky Bailey will be on the show this week. So yeah, let me explain. I don't need to explain. I'm doing a podcast. It's not rocket science. But yeah, I'll be doing new episodes this week. I'll be taking Friday off. But we'll have new episodes. I know a lot of people take these couple weeks off because not a lot of people listen, but I'm doing this for the people that do listen or, you know, I I don't know if you want to have somebody talking in the background, I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. Let it be me. Let it be me (laughs) that narrates your holiday time. Um, But I got a gift for you. No commercials today because iHeart was like, yo, you can take the week off. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to surf this wave by myself. And they're like, uh, really? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, cool. I don't have to like, cause I edit the podcast too. So I'm like, sweet. I don't even have to do edit breaks for commercials. Like that's, that's like 30 minutes of work. I don't have to do. So I'm thrilled. So, of course, it's Monday, so it's Pop Culture Roundup with Sophie Ross. Sophie recovering from COVID in New York. We, I mean, this is just a fun conversation. We do the, the Kardashian, the Pete Davidson, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the Real Housewives. We got Lisa Rinna, we got Erica Jane trying to be sexy in a Santa outfit. We got Sweet James, Noella, the new girl from Real Housewives of Orange County. We talk about all of this stuff. It is a, when we talk about, uh, The holiday movies, Matrix Revolutions, Don't Look Up. Um, We talk about what we've been watching. I started Yellowstone, everybody, and I'm digging it. I mean, guys, I put that I was watching Yellowstone up on my Instagram. I got so many people that are like, girl, you're going to love it. I was like, please don't call me girl. But you know, like I got so many people that reached out and said that I was going to love it. And like, talk to me when you get to the third season, talk to me when you get to the fourth season. I'm like, I don't know how I'm not, I, I've got things to do. I, I got like, I watched it in dribs and drabs and I watched matrix and don't look up and, and catching up on so many things. I got organized. Um, I don't know. It's, It. uh, it's, I'm trying to think of some fun, Uh, Bill and Becky, like I said, oh, my dad's going to do a Patreon episode uh, on Wednesday. And by the way, Patreon uh, subscribers, the cards got mailed out on Wednesday. I think I talked about the the Kinko's issues this past week. Wild. But they are out. Uh, the cards are out. Please let me know when, when they're in. And I don't know, if you want to post them, uh, uh, tag me in it so I can uh, repost it. Uh, it's very silly. But it, uh, Patreon is going to change up a little bit in the new year uh, in, in a more streamlined way. But of Real House was of Miami, the classic recaps with Mediza Lopez start back up this week. My dad's going to be on the Patreon this week. Got another thing coming on the Patreon this week. So that is for the Patreon. On top of these episodes, that will be here for you this week. Here's the deal. Yeah. It's a, I don't know. There's just too many people I want to talk to. There's too many things I want to talk about. I am pumped for the new year. Oh, here's a request for anybody that knows about cameras and webcams and stuff. I'm I'm thinking about becoming a cam girl. What do you guys think? No. Um, shout out to cam girls. I'm not, that's not making fun of that. That's a, I'm not making fun of that. I'm just saying, it would be funny if I was a cam girl because I'm, I am d- don't have an attractive body. That's why. And I'm not a girl. Um, <laughs> this is just a mess already, isn't it? Happy end of the year. Um, what I was going to say was if anybody... So, so bad it's good, we are going to start having a video element in it. Uh, a lot of podcasts are doing that and I want to I be on the cutting edge. So for like cool interviews with some Bravo Labs and some people... Um, you know, you might want to see me or the guest or, you know, I think for recaps, it might be funny. So if you guys, if anybody really knows their stuff, I'm looking for a really good webcam for uh, a MacBook pro. Um, and I don't know if I need to get a webcam or an actual camera. Uh, if anybody has any knowledge in this, I know it's a shot in the dark. I've already been doing some research myself. I'm, I've been reading so many damn Amazon reviews of so many things, but I, I would love to add that element. I think it's kind of the next progression of where we're trying to go here. It's so bad, it's good. So I'm really excited about that. And I hope you guys will be down for it, too, when uh, the YouTube and all that stuff starts. Um, <clears throat> okay, all the plugs. TikTok, I'm on TikTok now. I've been enjoying that. Um, okay, we got that. What else did Medita tell me? I, she wrote me a lo- note. Let me. I have a photo of the note she told me to remind. Okay, Patreon, I did that. Um okay, Miami plug Patreon card. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Okay, you guys, are you ready? <laughs> you ready to this I've been around my parents. It's like I've been running non-stop. My mom, <clears throat> you guys, I got to like I I wish I had what my mom had. My mom is non-stop work. Like she gets shit done, you guys. And this is what I'm saying. Like, and no offense to the guys listening out there but girls get shit done like guys like we get in our own way a lot of the times i've noticed or we we let like our own feelings get into thing like girls fucking they make shit happen like the fact that guys ever got control over anything shocks me like shocks me like the women that I know in my life get shit done and I'm like sitting there like shocked like uh we did three things can we take a breather like my mom like the night I got in we mailed off hundreds of uh holiday cards um to everybody and it was a process like writing writing something on each I wrote something on each card we put the addresses on return uh um, the address like lick the envelope put the stamp on and it was Wild and my mom, like I was like, oh, this will take us two days. We did it that night. Like she would not stop until we finished it. And then the next day, we ran errands all day. And I've just like I gotta say, like I know it's not cool to be a mama's boy or anything like that, but like you gotta give give it up. Like you gotta give that respect because it's like I just don't see how she does it. I just and then you get you appreciate everything that she's done my entire life. You know, I'm just so impressed with her sometimes. It's wild. And, uh, you know, and my dad's really funny. So there's, <laughs> my dad's a really funny dude. Um, Anyways, okay. Oh, yeah. And Connor, my nephew, he's been helping me with the webcams and trying to, like, out this new software. But he's in his own world. So it's, like, in dribs and drabs to get him to, like, kind of help me. But he's such a such a great kid. And my niece is great. I don't know. I've had a, a really nice family visit so far. No drama, thankfully. Um, not a lot of people wearing masks in Arizona. I noticed that. <laughs> so, like, it is wild to go from L.A. where everybody's masked up again. And, of course, New York where you're hearing everybody is just has COVID. And everybody's, like, masked up now. And then you come to Arizona and, like, I'm wearing a mask to all these stores. And I'm getting dirty looks for wearing a mask. Like, I'm putting them out. And I'm like, this is wild, man. I forget how big the world is, and we're all on different paths, and it's just wild. But anyways, thank you for being on this path with me. We're going to have fun this week, um, and this is a really fun conversation. I think this is the perfect way to start the week. Um, And that is it, you guys. If you need me, you know where to find me. Uh, Follow me on all the things. Give me Oh yeah, if you you listen on Spotify, please give me a five-star review on Spotify. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please give me a five-star review on that. It really does help, and it's something I take pride in, and I take pride in the show. So if you if you if you have the urge, please do it. If you don't. Awesome. And that's it. Let's get into the week. And uh, I hope we have the best last week of 2021 ever. I mean, it's already it's already a better time than last year, because at this time last year was when I realized I had COVID and my whole family had given me COVID. And uh, and then we got Hilaria Baldwin happened this week as well. So what a week in retrospect. And I'll be doing a year in wrap up one of the days this week and i cannot wait for that so that's it folks and uh i will talk to you on tuesday here she is sophie ross ladies and gentlemen welcome to your monday episode we don't have to do this folks most podcasts take this week off but we do not because we actually care about this weird time and space where you might be at your parents house or you might be off of work and you have nothing to do and you're just kind of walking around like a zombie, not knowing who, when, where, what, or why. So we are here to uh, start you into this week gently. Uh, You know her, you love her, uh, a writer, a comedian, uh, a lover of reality shows, a student of pop culture, uh, a daughter, a lover, a sister. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Sophie Ross.
1: Hi, baby gorgeous. (laughs)
2: Baby, gorgeous! Is. by the way, I want to tell you, your mom is not looking out for you. I will say that much.
1: What did she do this time?
2: So I reached out to your mom to say, "Hey, what would Sophie like for the holidays? What what gift would she like for the holidays?" And she told me, "Sophie doesn't need anything."
1: She told me she said that, and I was like, "Why did you say that?"
2: I I it was the most bizarre, and I love your mom, but I was like, "Wow! Like what a way! It's not throwing you under a bus, but it's." It's really giving you kind of a saint like status where you're not about possessions at all.
1: Exactly, and I'm very materialistic. She that's knows- what I.
2: That's what I she thought. She knows like, I'm materialistic. I was, I was like, "That is, I the daughter I know that you have seems like she would like stuff."
1: She told me she said that, and I was like, "Why did you say that? Like, I like gifts. Yeah, that's- and I like giving gifts. I like receiving gifts. I like. I- I'm materialistic. Call me shallow.
2: <laughs> no, but- I mean by the way, this is the time. This is the time of the year to be materialistic in a lot of ways, but I do so. I did donate to build a well in uh, Canada for you under your name. So thank you so much. Yeah, I figured, but I I've never experienced that where it wasn't even a let me think. It was a she doesn't need anything.
1: She's so annoying. (laughs) Love you, mommy, but
2: you're annoying. uh, (laughs) So it was. was, I really stumped me. I just did not count on it at all. But but, I mean, really. Other than that, she's I mean, amazing. I just, I was shot. And then I actually told my mom, she I said, mom,
1: throw me under the bus. And what? then she backed it up and ran over me again.
2: Well, then I told my mom, I said, mom, if anybody ever asks you if I want stuff, you say, I want stuff. Like, don't ever do that. Don't ever like, speak, you know, I was like, always tell people I want stuff. If anybody asks you if I want stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah.
1: She thinks she's such a saint, Mother Teresa. Oh, she doesn't need anything. Well,
2: she gave me a list for herself. that was like a mile long. She yeah.
1: yeah. Like this isn't the Hilton family. You it's know, awesome. like even Kathy Hilton was like I need 2 million an episode.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um last we left you Sophie, you said you potentially might have covid, did you? Yeah. Okay, so
1: basically yes.
2: So you are a New Yorker obviously and that really hit really hard omicron. So omicron, are you Done now? How do you? I feel know? a
1: lot better, and I've basically been in my apartment for like three weeks, not seeing anyone. So I really want to just take a get a negative test, and then I'll be like, okay, I'm done with it. But how I do like you get there? I, hear, I heard the
2: tests are on short supply.
1: Yeah, so I ordered some. I ordered. Um, a couple already but i use them all <laughs> and um so i have another one on the way but yeah i went to cvs the other day they're all sold out at cbs obviously like it's so annoying and i was reading that rapid at-home covid tests cost 80 cents to make why are they so hard to get
2: because it's america like this is i mean we can't Capitalism. i mean, it's but i mean it's bizarre well i mean so you've been in I mean, obviously you're still working, but I mean, did you, what have you really watched this last week?
1: Oh, oh my God. I mean, that's the thing. It's like my mom and speaking of my mom and like, you know, my grandma and stuff, they're like, oh, you're all alone. That's so sad. I'm like, wait, this is like the best time ever. (laughs) I've just been alone to watch shows. No excuse to do anything. Emily in Paris too. I obviously watched and like, you know, a day. It was so cute. I love it. Team yeah. Alfie. Um, I watched Don't Look Up.
2: I watched Don't Look Up. What did you think?
1: I thought it was silly. I thought it was I, I, pretty dumb.
2: See, I, I liked it. I mean, I I mean, I mean, didn't love it, but I liked it in the sense of it reminded me of Dr. Strangelove, which is a Stanley Kubrick black and white film from a long time ago. But I liked it. I just like that. It was kind of, it, it spoke to the frustrations of living in the modern age. And the thing is, is that, you know, we are going to have, and we're, we're going through it right now. We, these life altering things that are happening and we kind of are a war with each other. And so like, we're going to have these bad things happen and we're going to be fighting with each other instead of actually paying attention to what's in front of us. And I think that is, it, it was a, a, a point well-made. And also I just kind of like, it wasn't perfect, but I kind of like thinking at movies. Like I, it's been a while since I've like, actually like, Oh, that's an interesting idea. I thought the same but thing about showed, Ma- matrix resurrections.
1: It showed and didn't tell, or wait, what is it? Show don't tell it told instead of showed. Yeah. You I mean, know it, I mean? Hit, it, it, it hit so, you over the head with that. It idea. was Yeah. It was like, so like hitting you over the head. I was like, okay, this is like silly. But there were, like, I mean, there was certain I just not take I, it seriously.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't, Well, I, there were moments.
1: I guess you're not supposed to because it's it's satire. It's a black
2: comedy. It's like a very dark comedy. Matrix Resurrections is another one where I was like really interesting ideas. I, I, but I was like, wow, people are going to really hate this. Like I can't imagine going to a movie theater. People would be so insanely disappointed and really confused. I kind of liked it. I thought it was like a, a really kind of interesting idea but it's not, I mean, like, I was like, people are gonna hate this movie, you know.
1: I'm not caught up on like the Matrix cinematic universe, Do I have to watch all the
2: Matrix, you know. It helps, but it kind of doesn't matter. It's it's it, it's it, all it, just
1: like numbers, it's all just like floating numbers, right? Yeah,
2: it, yeah, that's what it's all about floating numbers. No, it's <laughs> about it's about computer code, but but it's more than that. They actually, but see, it's interesting because the Matrix like 20 years ago, like, kind of ushered in this era of. Being extremely online and and really they were one of the first movies that got uh you know pegged for school violence because of all the the shoot-em-up scenes in the movie and bullet time. And now it's interesting because it kind of comments on what they created. And this uh filmmaker, Alana Wachowski, she's uh she's a female now, she she's transgender. And like 20 years ago, when her her and her brother who is now transgender as well, made this film completely different times. And it's so interesting what she's trying to say now, but it just won't line up with those people looking for what what that movie was 20 years ago, you know? Has
1: it been getting good reviews? I didn't look
2: at So-so reviews. I mean, it's like, it's gotten not horrible reviews, but the reviews kind of, I think, always point out, this is definitely not for everybody. Like you, I think the first 45 minutes are really cool in retrospect, but you will be going like, what the hell? How does this tie in? I don't know. Like, is what's Tiana-
1: the, yeah. What's the new Matrix called? What's it called?
2: It's called Don't Look Up. No, it's called no. Matrix Resurrections. Matrix. It, it's on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, like, don't go to the theater. Just watch it on HBO Max, guys. But it's it's two and a half hours. Um, but I don't know. I I kind of
1: like percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: What is Don't Look Up?
1: um i think don't look up like got so so also let's see if it's certified rotten or oh it's 56 certified Yeah, rotten. baby
2: well out spider-man yeah, i saw baby yeah baby sweet kate hey Bray. hey caitlin i got a knee surgery i got a replacement knee <laughs> the kardashians canceled their christmas party good old caitlin couldn't come <laughs>
1: wait they didn't though
2: they can't well no they canceled the big one
1: Oh, it was just like an intimate The Kardashians canceled the big one.
2: It was an intimate one where Pete and his mom came and and they all dressed up and...
1: I hate how Kylie is trying to slowly transition back into social media without saying, and and it's like people are like, well, you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. It's like, no, just honor post. I I know that she, you know, can't say some things for liability reasons. I know Travis is getting sued out of his ass. Honor the victims in some way. It just feels gross that she's right away promoting her cash grabs well, instead of like, and, and it's Christmas, it's Christmas time. Like it's so sickening.
2: Well, but that's, that's what I, I'm reading this book right now called Hype by Gabrielle, uh, Bluestone, I think. Oh yeah. Got,
1: I love that book. And I love Gabrielle. Yeah.
2: Gabrielle's coming on the show in, in January. And I, I was um, like almost three fourths of the way through it, but it kind of, it talks about one of your favorites, by the way, what's that girl's name? Fast fashion. We wore what?
1: Oh, yeah. Danielle Bernstein.
2: Danielle Bernstein. There's a whole chapter on Danielle Bernstein. And it's one of those things where Kylie and all those Kardashians have created something now where it is a machine where they have to post like their, it, it, you know, their deals depend on their posting. Like they're trying to generate as much money. And it, by the way, it doesn't make it right. But now they're caught up in this kind of weird beast where they can't be humans. I mean, it's got to be I would love to know the conversations that go on over there, And even if you don't like the Kardashians, what I always try to point out is that this is amazing because it really holds a, a mirror up to what society is going through in terms of the one percenters like mm-hmm. this is fascinating that all of these people did die at this Travis Scott concert. And then you have Kylie kind of sneaking under the wire of like. Yo, guys, um, you can find my favorite purses on my Kylie um, yeah. closet, you know? Yeah,
1: she's just trying to, like, test the waters, and it's so yes. obvious. And I loved how people in the comments were not, you know, into it. Most people, there were some, like, the queen is back, obviously. Yeah, brainless. all those blue
2: check marks are always, like, so ass
1: Brainless idiots. But a lot of the comments... Um, like pray for the families. We all knew you'd do this. We're not buying it. Kylie, the ambulance chaser, like, um, all of these we have not forgotten, like, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if she's going to, you know, keep at it, but this is obviously going to follow her for a while. And this is certainly the worst scandal that the Kardashian clan has seen. It's like, there's no way for Kris Jenner to PR her way out of this. Like there's just no, and if there were, and if she did have a soul, she would know that honoring the victims in some way Kylie I know that like it wouldn't make it right and like I don't know for liability purposes but the fact that they were at this concert and they were you know fans of Travis Scott or whatever if Kylie Jenner visited some of the fa- or visited people or did any, and I know a lot of people would say it was just for PR, do it quietly. Do anything that honors the victims, the lives were lost, well, instead of pretending they never maybe, existed.
2: Maybe, maybe, maybe she has, and we don't know about it. Who knows? Maybe she sent a bunch of lip palettes over to the victims' families. Or I hope thing, so. You know?
1: I really, really, really hope so. Uh, the only statement she made was, "Travis and I, Travis yeah. and I, had no idea what was happening in the crowd, and we're both devastated." That was the only comment she's ever made on any of this, and thirteen or however many people it was. Nine, I how are how many people died again? I think it's it was ten,
2: like, but there. 10, there were yeah, there were people, people that died injured. after the
1: fact, like a lot of people injured for life, like and traumatized for life. Just no, she has no soul. I don't know. It really well, pissed me off. It pissed me off more than I thought it would seeing the, her post again.
2: thing that i found i was talking to my niece on uh christmas eve and we were and she's 11 years old and we were talking about concerts and we were talking about olivia rodrigo and she's never been to a concert before and i said you know well we should go see olivia rodrigo i was like i'm gonna be there regardless you should come with me yeah and she was like well and i swear to god she said this. she's like that that sounds so cool but like i don't want to like and I, i i swear to god she said she goes i don't like, would I get trampled or something? Like, would it be like like the Travis Scott thing? I go, no, 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 no. I said that's a that's a music. Like, I said, I, I said that's very smart. That's very, you know, I totally get what you're saying. But you know, there's assigned seating at concerts. I've been to so many concerts; they're very safe. But you're right. You always got to watch out. You you don't want to get in those crowds. But it was fascinating to know that that got to her. You know,
1: she thinks she's going to get moshed at an Olivia Rodrigo. By the way,
2: who knows? Like. We she hasn't gone on tour yet it might be flipping wild it might be insane
1: like who knows honestly you're right
2: that's what i'm saying like who and by the way how almost like that would just be insane if you got trampled during driver's license like that would be horrible i mean it really would just be awful the last oh imagine yeah being like just like
1: Got oh. my driver's license yes, last week. Well,
2: you saw that one TikTok video of the the mom the mom and the two moms getting into a fight at the Olivia Rodrigo oh, concert. Oh, yeah.
1: And yeah, was like that a, was amazing.
2: Yeah, and concerts. Well, by the way, also, we've been in like two years of kind of like a big question mark. So you throw all of this kind of energy into a crowd of like seven. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if we even know how to act around each other anymore. So it's wild.
1: True, true. Um, Very. Well Very the biggest
2: concerned. but that's not Kylie's biggest track. The biggest tragedy right now facing the Kardashians is Chris Jenner released a single on Christmas Eve called uh, the old jingle bells, uh produced by Travis Scott and Courtney Kardashian. And supposedly you mean Travis-, Travis Barker. Oh, sorry, Travis Barker. It would have been nice if they put Travis Scott on the track just to kind of give him a boost, but
1: he was like, It's lit.
2: Yeah. Yo, I feel rage. Um, but I saw that pop up on the 24th or the 23rd of the 24th. And it's a picture of Chris Jenner like Christmas Eve from like 30 years ago, I think. And I, either Chris was in on it or they recorded it without Chris's knowledge and they produced it for like a Christmas gift. Do you know anything about this?
1: I honestly know nothing about it. And I haven't even bothered to listen to it yet, but I've seen like the picture of Chris Jenner everywhere.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it, neither here nor there. I, I don't
1: exactly
2: it's like okay yeah okay um and i know i I do know one person in particular says you know she skips past when we do the kardashian so this is the last kardashian story but i'm just so damn confused about it is we've got to talk about the pete davidson thing because pete davidson is in los angeles is in california right now kim kardashian loaned him her rolls royce and then paparazzi got him over at our local, one of our local dispensaries in Los Angeles called Med Men in her roles. I've
1: been there.
2: Well, I mean, there, there's a bunch of it's different It's like locations. an
1: Apple store. Yeah, it's very way. nice. It's, it's yeah. a,
2: but it, And and he didn't have the right idea, so they turned him away. And then the paparazzi got him pissing right next to Kim's Rolls Royce.
1: Yeah, I saw that. And I also refuse to believe, I'm sorry, I refuse to believe that Kim Kardashian dates someone who smokes cigarettes. Okay, just, that
2: w- you know, see, that was the second thing, is then the next day, we got him still in the Rolls Royce. Like, I like that the Rolls Royce is the loner car for Kim's friends and lovers. And he goes to get two-
1: <laughs> That's he, he- the same with me. <laughs>
2: that's
1: that's <laughs> the same, that's how Amy Ross thinks her life yeah. is. Jesus hey, just out the Rolls Royce.
2: Hey, babe, feel free to take my Toyota Corolla to run any of your errands. Um, <laughs> but Pete was shot coming out of like a convenience store with not one, two packs of American Spirit cigarettes. And I just, that was the thought that went through my head. Is that like, it's obviously starting to get real, but it's also starting to get real dumb where I'm like, yo, like he truly is like a smoker, a guy that, like how much can she change up what she's, and I guys, I'm not talking about if he's a nice guy or a funny guy. I think he's both. I'm not, this is not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the actual look of it all is starting to get weird. And like, obviously the kids are involved now and his mom's involved now. They've had to have only hung out four how or five know, times.
1: Okay, that That, the mom that was going around in like the background of Chloe's photo at yeah. Christmas, that's Lorraine Schwartz. Oh, that,
2: that wasn't. wasn't.
1: Yeah, that oh. was not his mom. That was mis, that was incorrectly identified.
2: Oh, Amanda, not skinny, not fat. What are you doing? Yeah, oh she should God. know because
1: she's like good. For, she's, they like oh, follow her.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, Amanda then was out in L.A. and was like having dinner with like Stassi and Lala and Katie, which I I that I would have rather had with Ariana, Team Ariana. But yeah, see, um, same here. Um. Anyways. I don't know. Like, I know this is obviously real in a way or whatever real can be to her, but I don't know, man. It's messing with my mind. She, you know, she passed the baby bar. She's doing prison reform. And then, and then it's Pete. And I'm not, and I don't know because I feel it bad. Makes I'm no not saying
1: sense. it I'm makes not, no sense. And that's why it's, we know it's PR because it just doesn't align well, with who we know Kim is.
2: But see, that's the PR thing is the thing, like, we It's like uh, when we say all these conspiracy theories About Bravo It's like some of these things can't be conspiracy theories Some of these just have to be awful mistakes Like we make awful mistakes in everyday life In who we choose to date and marry And have kids with We make mistakes So maybe this is a mistake And I'm not even saying it's a mistake on Kim's part It could be a mistake on Pete's part But I just don't believe Pete would play along a In a PR thing When he's like his whole image is Not punk rock but like Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy I'm here. It's crazy, huh?
1: Let's clear something up. I know that Pete Davidson loves to pretend that he doesn't like attention. doesn't care about fame, and he just doesn't give a fuck, and he just likes to smoke weed in his mom's basement in Staten Island. No, he cares about fame. Even Ariana said that. Remember when after him and Ariana broke up, she said on Twitter, she was like, huh, for someone who claims to not care about fame you're always clout chasing and i think I that mean, that's someone also said that he's like a scorpio stellum what? astrology wise is I know, that a I don't, superhero this, what is that this is like deep cut astrology that i don't fully understand but i saw astrology twitter also being like yeah he likes attention let's not pretend and look he just booked like a calvin klein whatever calvin klein sponsorship i yeah, he was in doing. his undies
2: with machine gun yeah, kelly jumping he's around. Fucking
1: getting more attention than he was ever getting before so come on, let's not act like Pete Davidson is like too good for PR relationships. He is benefiting from this a lot. Everyone likes money. He's getting a lot of money out of this. So Pete Davidson, I see you. I whoa, see you.
2: Whoa. Pete, I don't see you. Just uh, <laughs> so we have it even. But I don't know. It's just weird. Can you imagine driving on an LA freeway and you look and it's like Pete in a Rolls Royce that you know is Kim Kardashian's? Like, it's weird.
1: Um they, okay. I doubt, he, do you wait. Okay, so you know LA. Do you Yeah, think like he the was back like, of
2: my hand. He
1: was actually like, you know, driving around the freeway or was he just, you know, like going down the block for a PR shot?
2: I mean, he was I, from what it looked like he was in LA proper. He was in like he was on uh, I believe the Med Men on Santa Monica Boulevard like right near West Hollywood, okay. which is a long way away from Kim's place, which is okay. a weird that's all deep in Hollywood. Like, if you just wanted cigarettes, he must have been doing some else. Because if you want cigarettes, I'm sure they have them in Hidden Hills. You know.
1: I'm also surprised. I guess like Staten Island. I'm like surprised that he's like a good driver as like a New Yorker. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, well, could, that's the other thing. If it was PR, I'd also then do a PR car crash right like wouldn't you i mean that would be that
1: would be be kind of like a minor car crash obviously but oh yeah yeah. really really funny like a fender bender yeah
2: a fender but like something and i mean that would be hysterical um okay (laughs) now this is this is a sad story and i hate to i hate to do sad stories because we are in the holidays and sometimes it's sad for people but i don't know i need your thoughts is that we like camelot has fallen Chris shell Staus and Jason up Oppenheim are no longer together. now I've already mentioned this on the pod this past week, but I did not talk about it with you. Where were you when you found out about this?
1: I was on my couch where I've been yeah. for the past three weeks. Yeah, um, I, was in, I was in
2: bed myself and I always yeah. remember that. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I'll always remember where I was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's disappointing. I was rooting for them. The more, you know, Wait, comes were, out, you, I, were
2: you really rooting for
1: them? I was rooting for them. I want Kershelle to get her happy ending. She clearly, you know, wants to have a family. Like I want that for her. I think that you know, a short king might be good for her. Um, and you believe yeah. this
2: relationship? You well, believe now this.
1: the more that comes out. N- no, I believe it was for the show. But you know, I was kind of. I want Kershelle to get her happy ending.
2: I mean, she's got it. She's she's working on a hit show. That's her I know, happy I ending. Think,
1: I think she really wants a family. She likes tweets like about like kids being the best thing in the world. Oh, does she really? Like, yeah. Like she, she definitely wants children. Like I, I want that for her. I want her to, you know, whatever makes Chriselle happy. I'm team Chriselle. but yeah, I want her to have her happy ending and end up with someone good.
2: Well, let me read you this statement that Jason Oppenheim put out that this is when I was like, holy, I, I, I was willing to let all of this slide until I read this. He put this uh, uh, writing over a picture of him and Chriselle, and, and it says, while Chriselle and I are no longer together, we remain best friends and we will always love and support one another. She was the most amazing girlfriend I've ever had. And it was the happiest and most fulfilling relationship of my life. While we have different wants regarding the family, we continue to have the utmost respect for one another. Chriselle is an exceptional human being, and loving her and having her in my life was one of the best things that has ever happened to me. Like this dude could have said nothing. This could the dude could have just said, "I'm oh, me and Chrishell really respect each other." Said it was one of the happiest moments of his life. Like this is a six months relationship, and if it really was this yeah. damn groundbreaking. I know you would fight for it and maybe change your even positions on fatherhood instead of putting out this Instagram post. I mean, by the way, got 266,000 likes, more than Jason Oppenheim will ever see uh, in his life again. But this is the longest like breakup thing that I've ever seen a guy post on Instagram
1: mary found dead in a ditch that's so insulting yep. to mary yeah
2: by the way mary you guys if you don't know if you don't watch the show was his ex-girlfriend is on the show she's married to a dude that like speaks six words of english his name's uh uh lettuce his name's k no romaine oh, his name's Romain. Romain.
1: wait by the way i a lot most of my company is french so i have a french co-worker named romal it's pronounced oh. romal so I think it's interesting now because when I first watched I think when I first heard the name Romaine, I thought it was Romaine, but it's Roma.
2: But they say Romaine on the show.
1: Because they don't know how to pronounce it. The French: That's
2: word. amazing. I love that they don't know how to pronounce it. They're the like guy's
1: Romaine. It's like oui, oui, it, oui, became, oui. it became embarrassing when I was saying Romaine at work and I was like, Oh, it's Roman.
2: Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What do you, I mean, also, if this relationship was real, Chriselle reads this, I'd be like, pussy. If I was Chriselle, yeah. I'd be like, "What a pussy, dude!" Like, I'm a "Little I,
0: bitch." Yeah,
2: that's another reason why I don't want you to be the father of my kid. Like, I it's too much. Like, if I, I mean, you could have just said this to her, not to us. Like, did we need to know any of that?
1: Yeah, it's like, why, why do they always feel the need to like? I know that they're like they need to keep the public in the loop because it's a they're public figures, but it's like we don't need that. Like, tell that to Chriselle.
2: But then it's like so. I just can't get over the happiest time I of my didn't wife. even know
1: he put out a statement. That's how little oh. I care about Jason Oppenheim's oh. statement on the matter. Well,
2: and then the other bald little brother guy, he broke up with his girlfriend, Tina Louise, this past week too. So like, I was just like, what a brother of like, bro, you ain't going through this alone. I'm going to cut loose my fake chick too, you know?
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That's sad. Yeah, but that's
2: another relationship that's kind of fake. Now, somebody did send me in my DMs today that, um, that, the Chrishell's ex has already moved on and is not admitting it. And she pointed to this girl in Mary Fitzgerald's, uh, Instagram picture. And she's like, this is his new, uh, new girlfriend. Jason's new new girlfriend. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find it, but it was them all working together on a project, but she was like another like cute girl as well. And supposedly they had been dating for a while. So I don't, I don't know what to say, guys. I just don't, this show, like every time I try to believe it, something happens where it totally makes me realize how fake this show is. Like this isn't, I'm sorry. I just don't buy this show.
1: Oh yeah, it's so fake. It's so fake. That's what like really, like I couldn't fully get into season four because it all was so fake and scripted to me and so overly produced and like cocktail dresses to work and like full glam at work. Like yeah. I need my reality to be like a little more real
2: yeah i mean put I that know? on my
1: tombstone
2: i need uh, the way it was, well by the way if i ask your mom what should we put on sophie's tombstone she's like she doesn't need anything just yeah, put she, her doesn't,
1: she doesn't she doesn't need a tombstone we're should. just gonna bury her in a ditch in the backyard
2: okay no here it is her the girlfriend supposedly is this girl named katie johnson her profile is i i am katie johnson k-a-t-y she has one hundred and four thousand followers um She's going to be on Joe Millionaire Fox January six on Fox TV, it says. But supposedly, this is the girl that Jason is dating now, according I to... I can't believe Disney.
1: they're bringing Joe Millionaire back.
2: I mean, I mean, this Joe Millionaire, you guys, was a show on Fox. Like, I think it was like 20 years ago. It was like a long ass time ago. And the whole conceit is these girls think they're marrying a millionaire, but it's actually a broke dude made to look like like a a
1: construction worker. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was like, I remember that watching that with my buddy, Pat, we would always watch like real world and shit like that together. And there was one scene in Joe Millionaire where this girl Gave like a BJ in the woods, but like you just heard like sound, Ew. and it was it was groundbreaking. I was like, I've never like 20 years ago, that was groundbreaking. I was like, What they got away with that?
1: I remember, um, I want to marry Harry.
2: No, oh, Harry Hamlin.
1: No, it was the reality show where they tricked these women into thinking they were competing for the Prince Harry's heart, but it was just a <laughs> British ginger. That, like, a random British ginger that, like, kind didn't even look like him on it. You haven't heard of this? No, never. Ryan. No. I never. need to take you down this rabbit hole. It feels there. like that would be illegal. No, it is. It's like when you watch it back, you're like, this is not, like, probably ethical.
2: Well, it's it's crazy because VH1 used to have a stranglehold, a chokehold on reality shows with The Flavor of Love and Rock of Love and all of these, you know, celebrity weight loss or uh, Celebrity Fit Club Uh, intervention. And then uh, the one girl from rock of love had her spinoffs. I forgot. I'm forgetting her name off the top of my head. And some, one of the contestants on that killed his ex and it was happening during filming. And it kind of put a kibosh on all of those VH one reality shows, which they had, they had gone so far ahead of everybody else. The, I love New York's the, all of that. They really had something special in VH one and it all stopped with that murder you know
1: what oh oh my god what was what her was name was that fluffy called? or no her yeah. name was met megan megan
2: oh megan I, megan wants a millionaire megan wants megan, a millionaire.
1: Wants, megan wants a millionaire was what it yeah. was yeah, i exactly. remember that and he was like he made it far yeah. he made it extremely far into the show which is why they had to like cancel the whole show because they couldn't just edit him out like he was like one of the final like
2: two or three people and up until is, that like, point megan thought him. Megan thought her life was like, oh, wow. I'm going to be like a star for the rest of my right. life. And, and also
1: s- like trigger warning, just like, it's really disturbing what he did to like this girl. Like he, yeah. it wasn't just like, you know, I don't know what a casual murder would be, but this was not casual. He like chopped her up and like put her in a suitcase and threw her in a It was like extremely disturbing yeah. shit. And yeah. Oh my God. That was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy I yeah. can't believe you haven't heard of. I want to marry Harry though.
2: No, but I got to tell you, though, I would probably have like blocked it out anyways, because I'm not a huge fan of the Royals. Like I've never like more recently I have because of like the but it just it felt like very like it, like getting into pro wrestling. It's like a whole thing, you know? it's like if you get into the royals you have to like get into all the minutia of that and it's like all the at the same time like the royals don't do shit they just like no i agree with
1: you i don't understand the fascination with the royals at all i i wanted to say that i want to marry harry came out in like 2006 or something and that's why it sounds so backwards it was 2014
2: Tease. <laughs> Time time is a flat circle. I don't even know.
1: Oh, my God. He didn't even you have to look at it because he didn't even look like him. He was a random ginger British dude. And I actually read an article recently where women on the show were like, yeah, I was being gaslit. And they were because they were like, wait, they would go into London and they would see like the Prince Harry memorabilia. And they were like, wait, that doesn't look like him. And yeah. the producers were like, yeah, yeah, it is him. He just looks different in person. Like, <laughs> they were gaslighting them.
2: Well, oh people, God, want, people want to believe, people want to believe in, like, you know, people want to believe in the power of celebrity and people want to be around celebrity. That's why we sell all of this shit. That's why there are even YouTubers and all that. Like people want to prop people up. People want to believe so badly in something, you know? And and I feel like that's the, I mean, that's why I would love to really talk to some kids and see what their opinion on celebrity is and how it's changed. Because I know with them, like YouTubers are celebrities to them. TikTokers are celebrities to them. And that that's wild to me. I would really love to know their relationship with celebrity because I think it's completely different than what we're used to.
1: Yeah, actually this, I mean, I don't know if anyone was able to kind of check this out, but I did a Twitter Spaces with Winter Mitchell. Oh yeah, I'm
2: doing one in January, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it was really great. And we kind of talked about parasocial relationships with like celebrities and how, you know, Winter gets very invested in like Ben Affleck's
2: yes, yeah, things.
1: Yeah. And like, it's like, how, how healthy is this? How normal is this that we, and like just kind of celebrity culture. It's like celebrities kind of need us to get invested too. You know, like they need the fans. Well,
2: I got so, scared yeah. this week thinking about like, old school Hollywood. And I don't mean old school in like the 40s, 50s. I mean, old school in like 90s of like, you know, you think about people like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, their film, The Last Duel by Ridley Scott, just completely bombed a couple months ago. And you're like, you know, is there any place for these people anymore? Like what is, you know, like Jennifer Lopez, you call like a four quadrant artist where she's singing, dancing, acting. Um, She'll do it all. But like Ben Affleck, is like, you got your acting and now you've got like, well, at least he's with J-Lo so he can keep his name out there. But you, I'm starting to realize that 20 year gap that all of a sudden 20 years have gone by. And I'm like, oh yeah, like we're going to see these people get older and fall out of fame at a certain point or not care. Like we Winter
1: said something interesting. Winter was like, I need him to get back to like directing and producing. Like what happened to Argo
2: I mean, an amazing what, film.
1: What happened to Argo-type movies? Like, why isn't he making Argo? Like, go go back to making Argo-type movies, Ben. I think he needs to go behind the scenes. I think he'd be really good directing. That's what he great,
2: he, he's, he's a very good, he directed Argo. Yeah. He directed, uh, what was that one before Argo that he did with his brother, um, that detective film? But I, yeah, I, I think he's very-
1: <laughs> It must have been really good.
2: No, no, it, no, Gone Baby Gone, Gone Baby Gone.
1: Oh, oh yeah! Oh, and sure.
2: remember the t- and he did the town too with Jeremy Renner.
1: Oh, I love the town. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, I love the town. There's one line when he's like, "I just want to put this whole c- no, it's a Boston accent. I'm doing like the yeah, Southern you were accent Bradley like,
2: are Bradley Cooper. I was
1: doing where he's like, "I want to put this whole city in my rear view. What you know what well, I mean?
2: I do, but I'm just trying to go what through your I, accent work. How like, do you do? it?
1: What's a Boston <laughs> accent? Do about do believe me?
2: I don't. How you like them apples?
1: No, I don't even know how yeah. to do it. I don't even know. I don't know. That's how to a do hard resources. one. Yeah. I want to put this whole town in my rear view. Yeah. That's what I did. Okay. That was better. That was yeah. better.
2: We'll workshop it. It's, um, yeah,
1: we'll work on that. It's no, no I, Jackson it's,
2: Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Hey, fucking hey, ugly. fucking ugly. Um, so <laughs> that is, uh, okay. So we're thinking about <laughs> future. We're thinking about pop culture now. Now heading to Bravo. Now Megan this is King in, Edmonds. Well, that's what I was going to talk about, you guys. Another thing that just shows that romance is dead Megan King Edmonds and her husband, Mr. Koufei, which is Joe Biden's nephew. Is
1: that how it's pronounced?
2: Cuffy? I mean, what? I mean, it's C U F F E. So, I mean,
1: he needs an accent mark over the E to tell us what to do with it.
2: I mean, I think she woke up and realized her last name was C- Cuffy. Like, A really hard last uh, name, not Biden. I thought
1: Cuffy was his first. Well, it's
2: oh, sorry, yeah, Cuffy Biden Owens. Sorry, so they split after two months of marriage. Like Kim Kardashian, she's in the Kim Kardashian kind of realm there. Um, she has told friends they broke up. The source says, um, what is unknown when they met, they went Instagram official in September, just a few weeks before saying, I do on October 11th. Now, Joe Biden even took off Monday of work to go see this wedding, and that's where I kind of also be like shame on you, Joe Biden, but also like Megan girl, like you're stopping world policy now. Like, like don't have a president come to your wedding. Well, but also if you're going to have a wedding you're going to marry the last two months, take that shit somewhere else, you know, like get a past president to come, you know,
1: it's so embarrassing because like, you'd think that since the president came to their wedding, it's embarrassing enough when you, you know, spend all this money and waste people's time on a wedding. And then it ends two months later, like that's embarrassing. But the president was at your wedding. Like you can't lie and pretend for like a couple more months, at least like it, they oh, I, must I mean, really hate each other. Like what happened?
2: That's what I was saying is that this got, this story got released on the 24th. Also who pushed that story on the 24th? Like, I would have hid that story into January or that first two weeks of January when it's like a wasteland. But like, that's like dark to push that story out on Christmas Eve. Like that is a dark. I feel
1: like they almost wanted to hide it because they knew people would be like, you know, celebrating Christmas.
2: Now I do have to point out like something that is becoming more and more obvious. First off, the reason I hate this the most is that I, flipping hate Jim Edmonds, her ex, oh, and he I must be, him. and he's such an asshole. You that know, you he's just, celebrating. Oh, right he, now. Oh, totally. So that, that is the reason I really hate it. But the second reason is you got to kind of thing, like Megan's might be a difficult person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it might, she might be uh, like, I mean, that's to have a two, I mean, he must not be uh, a bread uh, bread basket. He must not be a great guy either, but I mean, two months come on that says something's up and and get married that fast too
1: i think that she definitely has her own issues whether it's like you know toxic habits or whatever it is like she sorry i have like a hiccup she definitely has her own issues like clearly this is not normal behavior and i think that she was in like one other was she engaged before this or she was in another really serious relationship before this? She was this? in
2: another relationship before this. That yeah, was this.
1: like I think she just needs to be like alone for a little bit. Like, I don't know.
2: Well, listen, it's, it's more fun to be with people for the most part until you realize that it's okay to be alone as well. But I, yeah. I get wanting to be with somebody, but this just, now I will give you one piece of information that was given to me by a friend that I trust. And this person said, Okay, this might not be completely correct or said that my friend goes to the gym that they both go to. And on the day this came out, they were together at that gym.
1: Megan and Cuffey?
2: Megan and Cuffey. Yeah, Cuffey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what? So,
2: I mean, by the way, and but also the friend that told me this is a really stand up person. Like I doesn't ever kind of bullshit and I've gone to for a lot of, you know, like so a stand I, up I to
1: stand up man.
2: Stand up guy. Like, I don't know. So take that with so I'm sure we'll have more information coming out. Um, but here's another story that got released over like the Christmas Eve, which was wild. Is if anybody's watching Real Housewives of Orange County, uh, we newcomer Noella, um, is letting us know that her husband all of a sudden up and left her and filed for divorce from Puerto Rico. And it's this whole thing, all this stuff is coming out. Now his law firm is called sweet James. And if you know anything about sweet James, if you live in California or Arizona or a couple different other locations, so you had heard
1: cities, of him before this,
2: his billboards are everywhere. And I'm not even like, Jesus. I'm talking every, I'm talking even my ride from Los sweet Angeles, baby to Arizona, sweet
1: baby James,
2: sweet baby James. Yeah he's an ambulance chaser, but he's a very, I thought a very successful one. Um, His ads, like right by my parents, there's like a billboard. There's so many of his billboards. And so he finally made a statement on uh, Christmas Eve, a three-part Instagram. Did you watch these videos?
1: Um, Oh yeah, I did actually. I did actually. He... um... Was saying that the housewives really changed Noella,
2: and said that they had gotten into a very bad life of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, and and that which, he
1: was like a puritan or something before he met well, he, her. He
2: is an ex Mormon. I did find that out. um But so it, it's really wild, you guys, because. He did like six minutes worth of Instagram stories and said, I have taken care of my kid. I love my child so much. Unfortunately, it's not going to work out with Noella. She has changed since she went on Real Housewives, which is what she wanted. We even bought the house so she could be on Real Housewives. Now, this is one of those stories where I think this guy is cuckoo Cocoa Puffs, but at the same time, I also think Noella deeply, deeply wanted to be on this show. Like she she even befriended Bronwyn last season, like, you know, like a deeply, deeply wanted on this show. I still think this guy, I mean, from what I hear, I've heard a lot of alleged rumors that they met on a sugar baby website And that they actually had, uh, that they were messing around with other women as well. Uh, So I I don't think this guy is as puritanical that he he would like you to believe even before Noella.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem. With more meat, that's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Um, yeah I don't really believe either of them like I'm on neither side I I feel bad for her that he left no money because that's what like even that he says he a kid he says, to take care
2: of well I'm gonna read you her Instagram post where she disputes this but I'm just like this is wild that this is all like being hashed out over the holidays it just feels so I just feel bad for these these guys actually um okay so I know it's weird Noella doesn't show up Like, you have to, like, really search for Noella on Instagram. I don't know if she's, like, um, shadow shadow banned. Because you have to, like, if you put in Noella, I have to go to, like, a hashtag and then find where she's tagged into a post. But, um, okay, so she, for the OC fans out there, she goes, "Um, Today my ex called me for the first time in five months. He asked for my help with his PR. I said, of course. I told him to stop holding up support. Get his son a gift for Xmas, and that I was going to use my settlement to buy a home for our family and I'd publicly thank him. Hours later, he posted his videos. I don't know why this is happening. I was very protective of him during filming and focused solely on my journey after mentioned receipts. No, they are real, criminal and horrifying to relive. So for the sake of our son, don't ever want them to see the light of day. Happy holidays to single moms. And then she wrote lie that I chose the show over our marriage. Uh, James wanted me on the show to promote his brand. He was my biggest cheerleader throughout the process. Only after his background check revealed he had lied to me for years after his tax debts, did he hesitate. At this point, four days before filming, it was too late to pull out and frankly, the show was the only thing keeping him honest. Lie, I was going to file for separation which made him file for divorce. I retained an attorney with his blessing. He paid the retainer. What James was telling me about his partner's indictment and financial divorce from his ex and his tax debts didn't make sense to me. I wanted a third party to confirm he was being truthful. He wasn't, but I still did not file. Lie. James paid support. James cut my credit cards when he left and emptied my savings. He cut my Venmo, PayPal, which I used to pay our son's therapist. Um, uh, I have a credit card number on Instacart and Amazon. That is how my family has made it these past months. He has not paid rent and we're in fear of eviction every day. Lie, that we're divorced. James fraudulently filed for divorce in Puerto Rico due to his tax scheme. It is under appeal since he lied multiple times in his testimony and jurisdiction is in California where we're residents and we're married. Lie, James as a dad. James has been in and out of OC multiple times in the past six months shooting a commercial, getting Botox and going out, but hasn't seen his son once seriously. And that was the statement. So that's like dark.
1: I'm kind of like just... I don't know what to believe. Like, it's just, just a crazy situation, especially for a first season. Housewife. Yeah. Um, that was so funny though. When Nicole, when she was crying at the restaurant, Nicole was like, let's get out of here. I'm not comfortable.
2: Yeah. N- Nicole was like, You're, we're in public. We are in public, which is so funny because the week before Nicole was crying and the DeBros were laughing in her face. And now Noelle is crying and Nicole's embarrassed. Like it's just, interesting how life has like these kind of weird little, I don't know. I'm loving OC. I I really think, and this, the thing that's, the thing that I love is that you kind of do know that all these ladies are killing to be on the show. I think it kind of gives this weird underbelly of the show that makes it that much more interesting to watch. Um, What did you, baby? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's crying her eyes out, but then she's like, Shannon's like, let's invite her out. she's like, yeah, I'm there. I'm coming. Like she wants to be on camera. Like this is big for her.
1: What was the Heather line again, where she was like, If you, oh, yeah, for my family, for me or my family ever again, you will lose a lot more than my friendship. And that's not a threat, that's a promise.
2: And everybody was like, Slammed her for like, Well, that was heavily scripted. That was like, but like, that's where Heather comes from. That's, like, the heavily scripted... Like, that's the kind of actor she was, so...
1: Yeah, I think, well, that's uh, just Heather. Like, she has, you know, dramatic... Dramatic... <laughs> I'm trying to think, what was her one? It was from one of her earlier seasons. Where she's, like, I... It was after she was, like, gaslighting Shannon also. <laughs> where she was, like, Sh- I can't help that she is troubled. I feel bad, but it is not my fault
2: I mean that's who she is I mean I feel like that's really I feel like she probably goes around saying shit like that all the time in her real life like honestly I think she
1: but I aren't around that's Heather
2: dude I will say I was talking about this with somebody else and I know this is kind of like guy of me but like she's just like I know Heather is very well put together and all that but like not hot in any way, right? Like not hot in any way.
1: Oh, I think Heather is.
2: Really? Really?
1: Yeah, Heather's goals to me. I think that she's uh, like. I think Heather
2: is so well put together, but they're just like, it's just like an asexual vibe, you know? Well,
1: yeah, she's so rigid. She's yes, it's like. A very rigid type a like. but
2: nancy reagan was the same way we know what happened with her you yeah
1: know? we know she was the throat goat. <laughs>
2: yeah well now terry has sex sex got off the charts vibes. Oh, you know yeah, with that I leather know. the leather he wears you know
1: i can't resist when terry wears his leather jacket he's a
2: man dude um so hot. uh but did you see all them all in their matching jammies and Christmas,
1: yeah, they're cute. They're cute. Yeah. It's so weird, like her coming back. And I remember when Coco was a baby. Like it's so weird.
2: Um. Okay. So we got Pete's mom, Pete's Noel, and Sweet James. Oh, Sex in the City's latest episode. Once again, man, this non-binary podcaster is one of the worst characters. I, I, I can't handle it. I mean, I can't. Yeah. I. I I'm enjoying pieces of sex in the city, but I don't know why the podcaster bothers me so much. And it's not the non-binary part. It's the part that it's like the writers thought this was what a podcaster is, you know, yeah. like it's weird. And like, even the, and then Bobby Lee's the sidekick podcaster. And it's like, and then you have Sarah Jessica Parker, which I know they were like, you know, trying to give all different perspectives, but it, Just comes off wildly, like, forced. I don't know.
1: Very weirdly written, because in what world would Carrie Bradshaw, who's written about sex for decades, suddenly be like, oh, my God, masturbation? Like, what? It just doesn't make sense. And also, um, Charlotte, like, looking for, like, token Black friends was, like, a very weird choice like I think that's kind of like the opposite of what woke writing. Sh- like they're trying to write the show as woke, but it's just like that's not woke. Like that's like disturbing. Like we don't we don't do that. And you, know? you can
2: already I- tell she's gonna hook up with the hot podcast producer. Like it's like that he the he Warner? always no no uh, Carrie like they're like the hot guy that they keep like he keeps coming in and like. Carrie, what do you what do you gotta say about this, Carrie? And he's always like oh, yeah. smiling. It's like they're going to like, I bet they like bang on the podcast desk at the fancy podcasting office that nobody owns except for fake podcasting companies, you know?
1: Um, I would like to see it. Um, yeah, what else <laughs> happened? Miranda, like they're playing up Miranda being an alcoholic. Um well, she's
2: gonna and she's gonna have a relationship with the non-binary podcaster. Yeah, with Che. Oh, and, and speaking of this now, this is it just this is so a fourth victim has come forward in the Chris Noth, um, oh, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, it seems like these things keep coming out. Now, a couple of people have caught Chris Noth, which, by the way, I was right next to him in, uh cameo buys this this uh like you could buy a cameo for me or Chris like we were right next to each other and it was like your
1: competition he's yeah, your he, he's your peer
2: which by the way he was it was still saying that he was doing them for $699 a pop I only do mine for 20 so it's such so much like it's such a great bargain and I'm not you and
1: what I $700 for a cameo I
2: would I would make him get on a peloton and like um but I, and also, mine is, is a cheaper price And I can guarantee you I've never sexually assaulted anyone Like, I've never Like, I can guarantee it So, um, but the Chris Noth thing I'm like, that's wild He's still doing cameos um, But it, it's I just think it's such hubris Of a dude where He thought he was king shit For like a week Like, you know, he thought He was right high Because his name was in the news again Everybody was really appreciating Chris Noth and the character of Big Yeah, and the Peloton and then- oh i mean like i mean people were wild for the peloton stuff and that's how quick pop culture changes now was that in a blink at uh, his whole career has gotten pulled a- pulled did away you from me
1: this last week or did i read this somewhere that he was supposed to sell his tequila brand
2: yeah, i did for 12 million dollars he was selling his and they pulled out
1: yeah that's crazy well um, that's what you get bitch
2: yeah bitch um this is a horrible news story as well. This made me so nauseous. Um, I highly recommend you don't go check this out. But um, the magazine paper, which I thought was done, but they must be coming back and they must really just have horrible taste. They posted a video of Erica Jane dancing in a latex Santa Claus outfit. Did you see this?
1: Um, oh yeah. Ew. That was so bad. It was so
2: so embarrassing. Now somebody on my Twitter goes, no, you don't get it. This is camp. And I'm like, first off bullshit. Like Erica doesn't understand camp to the, she can have camp explained to her, but remember she doesn't do her own costuming, but the video made me really sad because it was like, when you realize somebody's trying to depend on being sexy and you see that the sexiness isn't there really anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: it was just cringy like it was uncomfortable and yeah, yeah it was she,
2: uncomfortable that pack was it
1: Hack it. It, was- it up bitch
2: yeah i tried it- i tried to get aroused to it and i couldn't there was nothing no i was very right. angry
1: you like got out the lube and yeah,
2: like-, was like i was like i was like mr big in that sex in the city episode of like <laughs> she's like masturbate in front of me big yeah me.
1: and he's like come on baby i can't it, resist i can't
2: <laughs> resist it was like but this, i'm telling you guys 2022. Be prepared for the Erica Jane comeback. Be prepared.
1: No, we don't want it.
2: And speaking of that, Send Lisa it back w-
1: in the mail. Aileen Davidson voice. Send it back <laughs> in
2: the mail. Lisa Rinna. She uh, did you see what she posted? Lisa oh, Rinna
0: Amelia.
2: posted the video of Amelia and not Amelia and Harry all dancing in their Christmas jammies. And then the girls uh wrote, "Mom, we that was for you. We didn't think you were going to post it." And Lisa was like, "Sorry, not sorry." Now there's a couple ways to look at that. The girls are in on it and it's part of the whole bit. And this is going to be her storyline for next season is more daughter bullshit. Or Rina's just an actual horrible mom and she posted it without their knowledge and they didn't want to post it.
1: She's a horrible mom because literally they were commenting like, mom, why did you post this? You said this was like not going to be for the internet. And she goes, "Haha, ha too bad. Like what? She's such a bad person.
2: I, I mean, I really, I mean, I, it, all signs point to yes. Like, but also I guess even if you have, even if you're making money off, like using your family and your family playing along with it and faking things like that's kind of not great. You know, like I use my family in the recording of the podcast and all that stuff, but like I asked them and I've gotten in trouble a couple of times. Like I really have, like I've done some Lisa Rinna things in my day and it's not great, but it seems like she's I don't know, there's like a desperation with Rina that is very interesting, you know?
1: Oh yeah, the thirst level. Yeah, of course.
2: Um did you watch Real Housewives of Miami on Peacock? Have you No, you don't have Peacock, so you didn't watch any of it.
1: No, I haven't like gotten on Peacock yet. It's like
2: so good.
1: How do I do it?
2: Dude, just get a you can get like a free 7-day trial and okay. just like if you're there like Go through Ultimate Girls Trip. Go through uh, the first four episodes Every of Miami.
1: read the hashtag for Ultimate Girls Trip, I'm like, rugged.
2: Rugged. We got housewives in the island, baby.
1: In the island, baby.
2: But Real Housewives of Miami, you guys, I is so good. You have Larza with her OnlyFans feet crap. You have Alexia is like going off the charts. She finds out her ex-husband is gay. Goes to like meet her his gay lover. Like she is... I mean, it's, the show is really giving good Housewives. I need um,
1: to watch it. I
2: really highly recommend it. Um, also, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, I, what did you think of last week's episode? A lot of people said it was, a lot of people are really not hopping on the Salt Lake train like I like them to. They say it's too slow. Who cares about a Heather Mormon plot? Yeah,
1: um, like, I, I am kind of bored that, like, the Mormon, I know that, like, it's I like a it deal yeah. for Heather, but, like, it really is, like, her only storyline and yeah, I think that the episodes are kind of slow. Last episode last week was a very slow episode, in my opinion, until the end. And there's always like a very like dark energy. Like it's not like light, fun housewives. Like it feels very dark, probably because of like the Jen Shaw stuff and the Mary stuff. Like yeah. it just like is dark energy. I can't explain it.
2: No, I see, I see that, but like the Mary Cosby stuff, like the the Jen Shaw. By the way, Jen Shaw posted an Instagram thing of her in like diamonds and all that stuff and like kind of like half nude. And it's like, girl, read the room, man. Like, I it. I, I mean, I just don't get it. And secondly, the Mary Cosby shit, we never talked about the apology she sent out in 30 different fonts. Remember when she apologized for like-
1: yeah. oh, the fonts.
2: And she wrote it, you guys, in like 30 different fonts. And it was one of the weirdest, like people are still trying to decipher it like hieroglyphics. But it is like Mary is a, you know, it's a very troubled woman, whether, I mean, no matter how you cut it, and a very. I mean,
1: to watch. I don't like watching her anymore. Like, it's too much. She disturbs me.
2: It's, but it's also interesting to see who, like, I love Lisa Barlow. I love yeah, Meredith I love- Mar, but like every, but that's also a good housewife too, is when they have a lot of issues too. Like, these, the other ladies have issues too. It's just nobody has the issues that Jen and, Mary do like they have the brunt of the wackiness in terms of just holy shit your life is like completely in a different orbit
1: um yeah, definitely. um I also was reading about some exchange that Mary had with one of her like old church goers that like left the church and she like said the most terrible things to this person and like who knows I think these texts are real It was like a whole like, Saying a lot of Bravo accounts have been like kind of exposing the stuff about Mary. And she was like, it's not my fault. God doesn't want you. And I was like, that's such a horrible thing to say. Like, she just, yeah, she's disturbing to watch.
2: I mean, it really but is. It, 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 it it's just it is kind of awkward to watch. Uh, and finally, you guys, PK. Uh, did you read about this? They announced PK's new um uh overseas real estate show. Um yeah. He is going to be he, and they they describe him as a real estate tycoon. When I'm like, dude, he doesn't even own his house in California. How is he a tycoon?
1: The word tycoon is doing a lot of work in that sentence.
2: Yeah, it's like a lot of heavy lifting. But like, yeah, the word tycoon is going to sue PK. Like I. Yeah. By the way, this is and I, I told the audience this last week is that you got to pay attention to things like this because the show will probably be good. PK is entertaining. The show will probably be successful and it will prop him up and actually potentially make him successful. But he's not that right now. And I think that is really what Hollywood and glamour and all that is, is propagating the image that you are not. Like he is not that. It's the same thing that Donald Trump did on The Apprentice. Like he, I, I believe that PK will be successful in this show, and it will potentially make him uh, erase a lot of his debts that he has. But he is not a tycoon right now, you know. No,
1: definitely not. No, who is he kidding?
2: Yeah. Um, what else is uh, What else is going on? What are you doing the rest of the evening?
1: Um, the Bengals won a very. Oh big- yeah.
2: But, uh, I'm wearing my are they go Are they going to the playoffs?
1: Um, they don't, it's not official yet, but hopefully they still haven't clinched it. They have a couple more games they need to win. So fingers crossed. Um, I have also been working on something exciting. Good. I have been working on my Substack. So yeah, everyone stay tuned for that early 2022 is so when. So Substack.
2: I- explain is where you put all of your writing and people can It'll subscribe be like- to it.
1: Yeah, it'll be like my own little newsletter with my own musings and thoughts and writing. And um, you can subscribe to it. So, yeah, stay tuned for that.
2: I love that. Um, uh, okay, good. I, love
1: that, I love
2: that. I love that. I did see you talking trash about the other team's sportsmanship today that were playing the Bengals. Oh, my
1: God. They, yeah, they're so stupid Ravens fans. Sorry if you're a Ravens fan listening to this. They're so oh. Ooh, you're so angry. <laughs> oh, you're
2: Ooh. so angry. Um, that's the other thing. Is what are you doing for New Year's? What are you if oh. you get a if you get a negative test? What are you doing yeah. for New Year's?
1: So I need to test negative. Um, this is actually kind of funny. I don't know if I should say this, but my girlfriend, one of my friends, who is also going to be in town, um, she basically has you know an ex, an x fling who has a restaurant and we want to go there for new year's go to dinner and then there's a new year's party like a small get together that we're going to go to
2: is it bobby uh, Flay?
1: yeah it's bobby Flay. Nice. yeah it's not in the city i think it's like yeah it's like around
2: is it guy is it guy fieri guy Fideri? fieri yeah
1: yeah he takes her to wait so yeah. if
2: it's an ex-fling is it now that that's no longer an ex-fling it's a fling then right
1: no, it's it her actually, back That's why I was like, I don't know if I should say this because it sounds psycho, but we really just want to try the food.
2: <laughs> well, that <laughs> so sounds that ready. sounds good and potentially awkward, yeah.
1: What about you, Ryan? Now that fish is canceled, what are you doing?
2: Oh, my God. We didn't mention that. Fish canceled their Madison Square Garden shows, which means that Austin Kroll has nowhere to go this New Year's Eve. Because yeah. that's where, you guys, that's where he said he was when he was drunk texting Lindsay that he wanted to date her in 2021, which I still, if we get that phone, I know that he probably said that to 30 girls that night, but he was like, come on, Lindsay, you know, I was at fish. Come on. And then they did a shot of him in like Joker makeup and all of this stuff, the fish show. And it really got, I, I, I have somebody I'm really close to that loves fish dearly. And that really turned me off of fish. I was like, Oh, there's a bunch of Austins there, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and fish didn't even happen. Now it's not happening two years in a row. So like, what's Austin gonna do?
2: Austin is up shit creek, and like that means he's gonna like you know he's gonna make Craig take him somewhere. Or like, call hang out with you, bro. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, they'll probably stay in Chuck Town
2: Oh, and it looks like Carl and Lindsay are official They they did like an Instagram thing Oh, sort of
1: I don't know, I'll I'll believe it when we see it Well,
2: it wasn't the first picture It was like the fourth picture in the series Where they were together But I don't know, man That's They're spending a lot of time And she is doing everything in her power To show us how happy she is in these photos When he's there I think it's on We'll see Oh my God, just text her right now and ask her if it's on. We'll see. Ask her if it's on. It's my Christmas wish. Um, okay, you guys um, you're welcome. We did a show even though we should be taking this week off. I'm just I'm messing with you guys. Uh, we love you anything else to say?
1: Um no, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's everyone. Love you baby gorgeouses.
2: Bye, baby gorgeous. Bye. Bye. Betches.